Welcome to the Music Talk podcast with me, Graham Farmer. In this series of conversations, I interview some of the biggest artists, DJs, and producers in the world. I hope you enjoy this series. Let's get into it. Hey! <laughs> Hello! How are you? How, how's the last 18 months been? I mean, I feel like we've got about a million things to talk to about just in the last last year and a half. Like, it's been I crazy know. for you. It has been crazy, yeah. Um, and it's just sort of um, ongoing kind of a little bit of cloud nine kind of vibes really over here. Um, yeah. The music has been great. I've got to say sort of from all the... Uh, madness of the pandemic kicking in and obviously there's been a lot of heartbreaking stuff going on around um I've managed to just kind of push through with real positivity in everything that I've been doing and the end and become so much more thankful and grateful for everything that I can do musically and contribute to people and my own life in any way that just feels good you know um so that's been amazing and then obviously I've got my little girl who's three months old that uh yeah mind-blowing stuff thank you um thank you so much um so I'm in a really really happy good place right now and I'm so thankful for that yeah you must have hit it hard in that like before up to as she was in the pregnancy as well, because you like you've released so much music. Unless you made it before, but yeah, you, you you must have hit it hard. Like, yeah, um, I it's it's a mix actually of um, music that was already made that just needed some kind of final tweaks or you know just a, a you know a little bit of a kind of re re look. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have got uh, still a lot of music that just needs me to kind of get back in and maybe like another day or two to kind of finish things off. So there's that, but then there was also loads of new inspiration where, you know, throughout um, the lockdowns and my pregnancy, I've just been getting busy. Like, you know, whenever (laughs) whenever I felt good, I was on the mic or in my studio producing or out there doing my radio show. And, um, you know, I'm really fortunate I had a really good pregnancy I really enjoyed it and um, found all these new beautiful emotions to put into the music so there's um, there's still a nice kind of stream of beautiful songs to come through next year from that as well so yeah and you and you got on the live stream I remember you watching some of your live streams last year as well that was they were quite busy as well yeah I've been doing a lot from here um in my musical space which has now become a very combined space of pretty much everything like this space <laughs> in the house we're, we're at the top of the house and it's always felt really good and and there's a vibe up here so I've found that me and the baby are spending loads of time up here as well because um good things happen here and I just feel it's a nice energy to be around so yeah I, I, I can't say it's set up for a live stream now it's probably going to take a minute for me to get back to that but I also yep. did a lot of live stuff from the studio where I do my radio show at House FM yeah um yeah I went and um cracked on with that for as long as I could until I couldn't fit through the door anymore pretty much <laughs> no way <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's way. like right you, you need to stay at home now you're a little bit too big <laughs> <laughs> you need to rest you need to rest 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, so we're talking about. So here we're going to talk about David the David Morales record that's just came out. So let's let's start with that one because we just listened to it. So talk about how that came together. Talk about how you your um, your process, I guess, for starting music because obviously you vocals and produce and like the whole thing. So it's you must yeah, yeah it must it must be interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, we've probably spoken about this before. I'm pretty sort of um, versatile in the way that I approach every record that I do, though. So you'll see my name popping in lots of different sort of ways in how things are presented. And that is because the way things go is different in every record and every collaboration I do. You know, sometimes I'm working with um, a producer that I... I don't wish to really contribute too much in the way of production because it's already amazingly beautiful. Sometimes mm. it's a collaboration where it's like both of us putting all of our stuff into the pot and, you know, just kind of going back and forth. Sometimes it's, it's so many different ways. With David, this um, song I'd written some time ago um, and I'd, I produced it a certain way and then I kept, as you know, if you're a producer, you keep going back to some of these records and changing this, changing that, but you never quite get that vibe of what that first day was. And it was good and it was beautiful. There was really good things, really nice elements in there, but I just didn't find that I could get into the right space to finish it, how I could hear it in my head, you know. So I just left it. And I I'm, I have no problem with doing that because I think um, a good record is a good record and it will find its way through at the right time, which has happened to me many times. So when I started going back and forth with David Morales on different bits and pieces, it was that kind of, you know, remote collaboration. We had a really good vibe when we were talking through things on the phone and um, I was sending him bits and pieces. Um, and one of the first things, it was just, it was an instinctive feeling like I need to send him this. So I sent him that and he was like, totally caught the vibe it was um my sort of rough work was like strings keys some loops my vocal was all mapped out exactly as I wanted it with like the vocal chops and kind of all the bvs how I wanted them to be so you could definitely get the essence of where it already was and he just kind of felt it and and took it exactly where it needed to go and honestly I just listened to it and it was just like you know being shown a beautiful piece of art that you <laughs> want to put straight on the wall I was like I was like dancing around with baby in my arms goosebumps on my arms and I was just like oh yeah that is beautiful thank you very much you've made my day my week my month probably my year so, yeah, that's how it happened and that's how, you know, what you hear in something I'm going through, that's what it is. Amazing feelings. I must have been, that must be mad. Like, yeah. He, firstly, I feel like when he, when he says, yeah, I get it, and, you, and he gets what you want to do with it, that must, be, that must be firstly crazy, you know? It was beautiful because I have, you know, like probably everyone in our scene, you know, we've grown up with the guy's work and his music is just... It's right up there, isn't it? You know, um, mm. so it was. It was 
a massive compliment and also he's the kind of person that really does um work on stuff that he genuinely feels so it was like it was really good to know that he could tap into the emotion of the song as well which is very rare that you've that that's why so much stuff kind of sits waiting for that moment because for me everything needs to be felt and genuine and authentic you know otherwise just just wait until that that moment comes something i'm going through tell me about it tell me about what the lyrics are about tell me about that sort of thing well it's um it's kind of like me writing in my diary which which i always did as a kid like from as soon as i could and now it comes through in songs and um i don't really understand everything that i'm doing at the time but makes perfect sense to kind of where I was in that in that moment and I'm sure I I don't want to sort of put too much emphasis on it being a female thing because I know that you know guys go through their emotions as well um but you know I can only really talk as kind of a woman in this (laughs) period of time and the, the kind of mix of emotions we go through and the internal battles that you go through a lot of the time as well. And being in this industry has had its real challenging moments for me. Like it feels like I'm battling against the tides so often it has done, you know, it's a lot better now. Um, mm. But this re- this song is kind of that mixed with personal feelings of really trying to like overcome things and not feeling like you've done enough or you're good enough and you know sort of somehow just trying to pull all that kind of strength to keep getting back out there and you know getting back in the saddle and riding the storms and doing what you do and believing in it so it's got that Mm. definitely got that positive slant which which I've had to do all through my life like just you know have a a moment wallow in your own kind of mate there is a bit of pity there you know there's a bit of like it's all on my shoulders you know and I need to kind of get this weight off and then by the end of it I could be smiling you know I could be crying happy tears because I've got an outlet and I feel so thankful like for being able to have done that and then mm. feel strong and empowered because I've done it, you know. So yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love it that. Was a, it was none of none of my explanations and stories are short. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love it. You keep keep going. I keep going. I love it. I can listen to that all day, man. I like I like when I go on your. I like I like sometimes I go on your Instagram and it's like so much positive, and I'm just like. Sometimes I've had a rough day and I'm like, like you say, you're going for a rough day and just a rough like, fuck, I need to pull this together. I need to do that and I need to get that. And the family's de- depending on it and that this is, and then I go on, some, I go on your Instagram and it's just like, ah, oh, positive. And I'm just like, oh, thank God for that. There's some, it's, 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 a, it's a lovely little place, some, your, your oh, stories. that is so nice. That is so nice. That's a joy, you know, like if, um, I, I, if I hear you know, it brings a little bit of joy that I'm sharing because I've never really liked to kind of harp too much on any of the negatives. We all have stuff going on. Mine comes out, like we've just said, in song and, and it always has to be turned into something positive because it's a joy to be able to do that full stop and um, and then sharing it, you know, hopefully that's where it brings the positivity through music, which we've all had through our lives, you know. Exactly, I love that. Um, let's talk about let's let's go back and then. Let's, let's, we, you've got so much music. Like I was literally scrolling back, going, 
how many tracks has she released? Like, like, where do I start? Where do I, where do we start talking about? Where? Right, let's just we'll just work backwards. Reach was out on okay. Let Me House. I, I love those guys. Um, this is one of your own. Uh, let's talk about the let's talk about the how you work on your own stuff because obviously collaborations are uh, obviously a bit different. But let's talk about your own processes. Um, yeah. Where do you start with a track like Reach? Do you start with a vocal? Do you start with the beats? How does that happen? Um, Reach was um, a lockdown record. That was like a real sort of um, me here in my studio, knowing that I'm not going to be going out and experiencing Clubland for who knows how long. Mm. Um, and, you know, my it, you can hear my really early influences in there, like a sort of... Um, I don't know, it kind of makes me think of those old sort of Frankie Knuckles records and like, you know, hearing sort of someone like Robert Owens and, you know, just kind of that melancholy feeling. That's that's mm. where my head was. And I think I sort of started just putting um, beats together and keys, strings and writing along with it at the same time. Like, you know, I'll be kind of literally sitting here throwing my stuff into Logic. Keys were probably strategically balanced somewhere <laughs> they shouldn't be. And then I'm like dipping into this kind of cove behind me to record the vocals because that's the line for there. And then, you know, come back to a bit more. And yeah, I'm a messy producer and you know that's why I probably won't be doing any new productions for a few months at least because I need like lots of space and lots of time um yeah that was probably like a good day of um getting everything that I needed to do on it and it felt like it felt like a natural follow-up to um change which I did with um those guys at Let There Be House as well it was kind of in that same sort of lane very nostalgic um and that you know that I'm not like a sort of techie kind of producer either like I I use a lot of the same kind of go-to sounds and I'll go back through my previous productions and swipe stuff in and really it's all comes down to the song for me like you know the song Mm. marries itself to what I'm doing strings and keys are my thing as well I I played as a kid um violin and piano so they're my kind of my sounds that really kind of work for me and then because I know that I'm not particularly great at either anymore unfortunately because I've become lazy and used logic yeah if you gave me a violin now I would struggle to play you a really nice tune but I was really good at about 12 (laughs) (laughs) um so how long did you do that for Oh man, quite a while. I think I went to grade eight, so um, I was quite oh, fuck. good. That's good. Yeah, and um, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's like a lot of things. I discovered Clubland, and then the, the instruments <laughs> were parked for a while, <laughs> and then um, yeah, you come back to them, and then I, I know some amazing um, musicians now, so they kind of pick up from where I leave things and embellish a little bit more now which is also an absolute beautiful part of the process which I really enjoy yeah you work with Richard Earnshaw on on the journey as well so he's an amazing keys player isn't he so yeah that was nice yeah and um yeah obviously we've got um yeah I mean most of my stuff I don't think you'll find many of my records without piano um 
keys of some sort. Maybe there's a little mission. Is there one? I don't think there is. Well, no, actually, <laughs> the, my own ones. No, no, I'm I'm a sucker for chords and keys. So yeah. Hello. Yeah, that's cool. Where does that come from? Um, just being brought up on music, really, like, and then sort of um, realizing harmonies, you know, through instruments and voices. Um, I always picked up on harmonies, and really early on, when I first started to play around with production. Um, I just, even though I couldn't play too well, I just loved that marriage of chords and voice. Um, mm. You know, I, th- I think if you can strip a song back to piano and vocal and it sounds great, then you've done well, you know. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Were, you, were you singing from an early age as well? Yeah, quite early on, yeah. Um, I... I think I sort of probably discovered my voice at, oh man, what would I be like? Hmm, that's, that's a tough one. I, I just remember um, just taking my parents' records and going up to my room, closing the door and just like belting them out. And this was, you know, before I got anywhere near sort of dance music. This would be like the Supremes and, you know, nice. maybe some some kind of 80s power ballads. And, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I used to give it a good bash. <laughs> it, it sounds, sounds like a lot of my running playlists. Like, I literally, like, all of that goes on my running playlist. I, like, I have this cheesy running playlist. It's just, like, literally every cliche running track you're known to man that you've ever heard. But there's also, like, loads of old Supreme stuff on there and just, yeah, it's, 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 nice. a, it's, a, fun, it's a fun old run sometimes. Yeah, I bet. Keeps you going. <laughs> I, I, I had I had a drum and bass one, and I was just like, I, I put it on, and by, by the time I got to a kilometre, I was f- knackered, and it's just too <laughs> fast, so I had to slow it right down to disco, and I was You're like, gonna kill Slotty. yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too oh, far. Oh yeah, we've got some. Wait. There's there's some amazing running tracks, drum and bass. I've delved into that that genre, and uh, I still do keep my toe in that pond because. Um, my brother was into hardcore as I was growing up and obviously, you know, the jungle sort of side of all that kind of drum and bass world is, um, yeah, it makes me go a bit nuts. So I like to have a little piece of it now and again. Yeah, nice. Okay, so we play, we got to, we play a record. Let's play a record. Yeah. We'll play the new record. Let's, do, let's keep it easy. Let's go for it. All right. Let's go for it.
Your voice sounds amazing on that track. Got to say. Oh, thank you. That was one of those where I um, I recorded it in the vibe, and I didn't go back and mess with it. You know, like so there there is a kind of rawness to it as well. It's not like so sort of super polished as some vocals that I might have done. Um, mm. And and I like that about it. I do. I like that rawness. Yeah, it's really lovely. Are you enjoying this interview? If you are, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. And if you want to watch them live, come and join us on Twitch. The link's below, twitch.tv forward slash Graham Farmer. We have live interviews, A&R sessions, demo listening sessions. We get labels into uh, signing records. Come and join us on Twitch. It's good fun. Let's jump back into the interview, though. Let's go. Um, when you get approached to work with artists, how do you how do you kind of say yes? What's what's the what's your thought process when you say when someone comes to you with a track, or how does that work? Um, I don't often get sort of um, <laughs> people come to me with like a track. Um, so much like most of my collaborations have been quite organic, especially yeah. recently. You know, like um they they feel right because of the music sort of is in a certain place that you know um like i kind of think uh i i guess like the thing you know with with david you know we've got a really good rapport i know what he does and this is kind of how i see this record being um, and that goes two ways, you know, like, my, uh, but, but I do tend to be working with people that I've already got a connection with at the moment. So the musicality of it is kind of working naturally rather than, you know, sort of, I, I am very open to working with other people though. Like it, mm. it's just um, thinking of what you're trying to achieve I guess you know what kind of record you you'd like to make and if it makes yep. sense then great you know let's do it um I'm all for like you know hopefully next year I'm gonna try and work with some people that might be you know a bit of a surprise as well because I like to keep it quite diverse and like I said you know not 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 be too pigeonholed in one area or be too predictable that's cool Nice to if you, throw it out sometimes. How's how's the how's the balancing parenthood and, and working going for you? So far, good, you know, because she's number one. And if I can yep. fit in anything else around it that feels good and right, then I'll do it, you know, and that's that's really um that's that's the way I'm approaching it, you know. If anything's too challenging and, and kind of compromises what I need to do with her it's not happening. It's as simple as that. Um, but cool. I'm very, yeah, I'm really lucky that um, the things that I, I'm involved in um, are being made possible. And I do have a lot of people to thank for that, like the team that I work with and my my parents um, and my partner. And, you know, I've got just really good support network around me that, that want me to thrive and know how special certain things are to me so um yeah i know not everybody has that privilege so i'm uh yeah like i said i'm definitely feeling thankful right now that's good um let's play another record um let's play your compilation with dl30 i like this record a lot let's play that let's jump go. one for the ravers one for the ravers let's do this you feel me 
go. What a banger. Nice. Yeah. Banger. Energy. Banger. Do you set a plan for yourself, like a yearly plan or a year or a three-year plan of, of where you're where you'd like to get to, who you'd like to work with? How's that how does that work for you? Um <laughs> yeah, that used to be nice. <laughs> yeah. The yearly plans, yeah. Um I mean yeah, you've got to have an idea of what you're trying to do, but I think a yearly one is really difficult to um, try and sort of achieve, you know, like a year, especially now where everything's so unpredictable. You know, we don't really know what to expect next year, do we? You know, well, no. this year's been all over the shop, the year before that, the year before that. So, you know, I would say that is a nice kind of model to try and um, to try and work towards. But in reality, I think you just need to kind of have your goals set for what you're trying to do in your, in your career and mm. um, not put too much pressure on the timing of them because there's mm. so many changeable factors. You don't want to put unnecessary pressure on your shoulders when it's already hard enough to sustain a career in music anyway um but just just keep to your goals the main goals that are driving you forward they shouldn't really change you know and yeah. with that in mind it should keep you on the right track that's cool yeah i have i have i have, I have, a, I have a similar ones it's like the big ones the big ones are the big ones and that kind of everything kind of tries to focus on get to those ones basically my yeah your goals see you might have your daily goals and then you've got your yearly goals or you know you're kind of in the next I, I think it's it's good to sort of think in the next three years I'd like to have kind of got from here to here but for me like mine is sort of generally just just progression you know progression in in me as a person me and my life me and my music and progression just means for me moving forward with work that you're proud of you know if you can kind of, you never want to regress, really, do you? So, no. um, okay, let's play on the record. Let's play this one with Gene Ferris. This was cool. very cool. Breathe in, very, breathe very, out. Very, very cool. I remember this coming out earlier in the year. I remember it getting a lot of radio play and a lot of. I remember seeing a lot of radio play for it, so it did, it did well. I believe. Am I right? Yeah, I, I, I would think so. I mean, Tool Room are a bit of a monster in the game, aren't they? Now they kind of they have an amazing following, and um, they just put out very consistent quality records. So always nice to release with them, and when everyone's hyped about one of the records it's it's yeah it's good and Gene Farris I love working with him we've done another record together as well which is like polar opposite in style to this um called Forever Always so if you're um, a Gene Farris fan and you like what I do check that one out as well just a bit of diversity you know I like Gene Farris a lot he's he's kind of similar to me in that respect like he he is very diverse as an artist, you know, he um, he does a, a lot of this kind of style, but then he's, you know, he throws it out there in different ways and you're like, yeah, I love what he does. <laughs> okay, let's play this. Let's go. Breathe in, breathe out. Do it to me, 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 do it to me
I saw some questions in the chat for you. So how do you find working with different artists? Also, what's a good way to build up working with singers and songwriters? Mm, well, working with singers and songwriters, I would say um, definitely try to have care to attention because, you know, a singer-songwriter, if they're working with you and sort of putting their voice and lyrics in your hands... I would say treat them well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just just kind of try and work up a respect for that process. Um, you know, a massive part of what I'm all about and will continue to strive to do is to make sure the artist, whether that be the featured artist, collaborative artist, is... Um, you know, properly credited for the work that they contribute to records because for me that's always been a real imbalance in the industry. Um, mm. You know, so going back to kind of the days where you know this house record with this amazing song and voice, but you've got no idea who it is. Why mm. is that? Why do I know the producer or the act name, but I don't know who the singer is, you know, that was always like a bit of a mystery to me. And I've worked really hard to try to change that. But I feel like it's it's still an ongoing mission that needs to be, needs to, people need to be aware of it. Everybody's part in the process. So the singer songwriter, that is a very, very important part of the process. And if you're going to work with singer songwriters, you need to be equipped to do it. So take it seriously. Yeah, agreed. I've I've spoken to a lot of vocalists this summer, and that is a lot of people are pushing that as well. And it's I guess it's it's been a, a bit it's been a hard thing for you to get through get across the get across the get across to people. Yeah, and it's not just a female male thing. Obviously, we've you know we we sort of got getting through that imbalance slowly but surely, um, which is great. But the you know the 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 artist, the singer, um, in general. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure that it, it goes for guys and girls throughout the industry. It's it's always been a bit of a struggle um, to be to be just just known for the work that you've put into a record. So I speak for anybody who has um, experienced that, and anybody that wants to make a career being a singer songwriter, particularly in um, the dance music world, the house music world. I'm really hoping that, you know, by the time my daughter's old enough to be a part of it, if she wants to be, it's a much uh, more balanced and fair industry to be in. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to ask if it was a, if it was a female, that sort of thing where you're kind of not including females because it's from the vocalist point of view. Yeah, no, it's it, it's been tougher being a female, I would say, because of the the stuff that we're all generally aware of in the world mm. um you yep. know having to kind of fight for your place in society in general but yeah the the artist thing it, it is it, you know it's broader than that what we need to try and achieve is is kind of bigger than that 
a question in the chat from Testy Macaroon. Have you ever produced or thought about producing on any DMB? Because I know we were talking about DMB earlier. I've not sort of sat and thought about it. I've done some things here using breakbeats. I've I've never released like my own productions, but I did do um, a remix of a kind of rave track that we did a long time ago called Harmony. It was a mm-hmm. collaboration with um, Adam F and Kakiri. Nice. And yeah, it's a, it's a banger, by the way. That's one for your running tracks. The remixes were heavy. Um, and and I did, uh, yeah, I did a remix of that, which was breakbeat. So it, it wasn't really drum and bass, but it, it, it was influenced from that scene, I would say. So, nice. yeah, I like, yeah, I like to throw my hand at a few things here and there, you know. I saw you were back on the road gigging at the weekend. You said you earlier you were gigging at the weekend. You were part of the Hacienda Live, is that right? Hacienda Classical, yeah. Wow. How's that? Mm. Oh, unbelievable, yeah. I mean, it's, um, we've been going now for, I've been with them for five years and <sighs> they've just gone from strength to strength. Like, um, honestly, I didn't really know much about it apart from the Hacienda being one of the main clubs that kind of championed house music back in the day here in this country. I never got to go myself, but I'm well aware of it. So when the the manager of the Hacienda found me um, performing and playing in Amsterdam at ADE, and mm-hmm. he was like, you know, do you want to come and perform with us? I was like, looked at what they were doing and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it was just, it just turned out to be one of the best live experiences I've ever had. Like we, we did print works on Friday, you know, 10,000 people, a stage where I'm singing the house music records that made me fall in love with the whole scene with a full orchestra, choir. It's just next level. Like it, it's... um. It's the kind of stuff that, as a kid, you would dream of, really. So it's an yes. absolute privilege. Yeah, that must it's be... amazing. Is it testing? Yeah. Um, no, it's just pure joy. Like, oh, really? it really is just one. I mean, the adrenaline and everything's insane, but it's just like such a buzz to do. Like, it, it's you know, if you're if you always wanted to perform, like. it's all about kind of sharing like your voice with the most amazing accompaniment and feeling the the energy from the people you're surrounded by on stage and the people in front of you in the crowd like that's you can't get much better than that as a performer like that's it you know it's it's just Mm. beautiful I love it absolutely love it and if, if you haven't seen it um Check out the Hacienda Classical shows. I don't think you'll make one this year because the next one's probably sold out, but hopefully next year, if you can come to see it, it's just one of those shows that will, I'm pretty sure you'll get goosebumps because we do every time. Do you have to change anything vocally to, for, for working with a big audience, big, 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 with all those, with all, with all that orchestra? No, you just need to make sure your diaphragm's in in check. Really? <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's like it, it's um it's quite a it's quite a big performance. I do quite a lot on stage, so I just need to make sure it's like you know when any part of your body that you're physically equipped to do it. 
and mm. uh, all all the rest is nice and natural. Do you have to prepare for it? Do you have to like warm ups and prepare and and do stuff yeah. beforehand? Yeah. Yeah, you need to make sure, you know, your body is is like I say kind of um I I like to do a bit of yoga, some breathing exercises and yeah, just warm up the vocal cords and make sure that you you feel, you know, tip-top health-wise mm. to do it. I mean, you know, I've been sort of functioning on a much less sleep than I've I've had before <laughs> um being a new mum and so I'm quite surprised but it just kicks in. It's like, you know, once you're up there, it just goes boom, right, we're ready. Let's go. So yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. That's cool. How yeah, how is the sleep? <laughs> yeah, it's patchy, I'd say. Very patchy. <laughs> but like I've said to many people recently it's not as bad as some of the times I've had in my career on on the road yeah it's really not um I've hit a few walls you know where you think yeah I've got this and then like a few days later you're like I'm gonna kind of (laughs) it's implode explode one of the two um but no, nah, you know, every time I look at her little face, I'm like, oh man, this is like, this is easy compared to waking up in like the the end of like, I don't know, the ends of the earth. I, th- I thought I was in at some points when I've been in Russia or somewhere for a gig and mm-hmm. like the next, the next day I wake up and my head hit the pillow for maybe 30 minutes if I was lucky and I'm in, in a car with a few guys who don't speak English (laughs) trying to translate my, um, my, my, um, what do you call it? My, my logistics to them, you know, like this is my flight. This is where I need to get to. And it's really touch and go if I'm going to make it home alive. (laughs) No way. So yeah. Um, if I put it against those fun times, it's a breeze. They sound amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. I've been sent, I've been sent to some fun gigs over the years. Yeah. What the fuck? Thank, thank you to all my booking agents I've worked with over the years. By the way, I am not complaining. We did have a lot of fun. What um What have you got coming up the rest of the year? So um as um as we touched on, the Hacienda Classical really are the sort of main shows that I've committed to because it's worked out really nice time-wise. There's been one a month since I um, had my baby. So, yeah, so it's it's nicely balanced with kind of, you know, just generally being a mum. So we've got the Mayfield Depot coming up in Manchester. That's the 13th of November, um, which is another big old warehouse rave up. And it's just going to be amazing. And we did it last time. Was it last year or the year before? I can't remember if we were in lockdown last year. I think so. But it's insane. Like from the moment you you land outside, you can feel that rave buzz. You know, the one. The one that we all felt once upon a time that made us stay out much longer than we ever should have and never come kind of back down to reality. Yeah, that one. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And then... I will be, well, music-wise, the releases are coming out. Um, We've still got uh, the remix from Sandy Rivera of Reach, which comes out on Friday on Let There Be House. Mm -hmm. And that is 
absolutely beautiful. Um, big shouts to Sandy Rivera for that one because he has just done an amazing job on the remix of a record that I'm already in love with. So, yeah, and there's also a remix of something I'm going through coming out on Tinted Records. That will be before the end of the year, but I'm not going to tell you who it's by yet, so you're going to have to keep an eye on my socials for that one. Yeah, do that. And apparently yeah. there's still tickets for the Hacienda Classic in Manchester. We've put the link in the chat. Oh, We've put cool. the link in the chat, so you can go and watch that still. Amazing. Amazing. Wicked. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm across your time. Thank you so and so much for my time. Aww. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been lovely to see you. And congratulations on your baby, first and foremost. Thank you so much. Thank you. And and all of the all of the all of the releases that have come out for like I literally am like, oh she's got another one out. Amazing. Like, oh she's got another one out. Amazing. I'm like, I'm so happy for you, honestly. Thank you so much. And honestly, thank you so much for the support. You know, it really means a lot. There's um our sort of dance community is, um, you know, it, it's a, it is a really nice place with the, the, the people that kind of, you know, looking out for each other and supporting new artists and artists that have been grinding away from the beginning. So, you know, it certainly doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you very much. Always. No, mate, always. Um, wicked. Mm. Right, let's go, right, gang. So say thank you so much. I'll see you very soon. Thank you for so much, everybody who's, who's locked in with us, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to sharing more music with you down the line.